Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi, I'm Phelan Johnson. And I'm Leah Simone Bowen, and we look at history a bit differently. Have you ever wondered how hundreds of wild horses came to inhabit an island in the Atlantic Ocean? Or what Lord of the Rings and a small town in Manitoba have in common? Or the burning question, did Canada invent the teen drama? The Secret Life of Canada is a podcast about the country you know and the stories you don't. New episodes available now wherever you get your podcasts. Just quiet down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries. Chris, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gonads to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous. Disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Hello and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Reese Waters and with me is the um, unrepentant Jesse Harley. Unrepentant? Ooh. I haven't repented. No. And I... Chance is, re- is repentless. So. This is not coffee. This is uh, decaf coffee because um, I don't have any coffee. That's my story. But I put a little bit of MCT oil in it, which I've uh, got it converts this, to ketones right to your brain, gives you a little kick. I've got this fancy water that is actually just <sighs> tap water. It filled up in this bottle because I'm Welsh and um, 
I've got a free water bottle that I like. <laughs> so. For anyone, anyone looking on YouTube, I have uh, I've got this wonderful little um, Elgato thing. I'm putting it on. I've got a I've got a face sort of thing. It makes me look pretty. It makes me look younger because I'm feeling old. Yeah, we're doing a video version of this for the YouTube, but Jesse's obsessed with the filters he's got. So I love the toddler one. It makes me look so. It look, speaking of looking young, here, look at this. Just bam! Yeah, if you do this in audio. Oh, look at how tiny I am. Jesse looks like a creepy child's head on a man's body. With massive muscles. And you have to, you have to go and check out YouTube to see it. And um, I'm just trying to describe it visually because you, you've been robbed of the visual sense, Jesse, because it's a podcast. This is a podcast. Yes. This sorry. podcast. This is the podcast. We've got about, about, we've got about 80 people watching our YouTubes. Yay. And, and tens of thousands of people listening. So I do have to. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go check out our just YouTube. Respect like the it. audience where if, they live. So. If you want to see my if you want to see my my face turn into a toddler but my body stay the same uh check out YouTube, our youtube channel um and we had a review someone someone could didn't like the std zone i don't, I don't, I, if you saw I don't it. want to hear our reviews man it described me. our show they gave it, just it one de- star they described stop it as, it. I don't as want a main chatter um <sighs> it's just it just depresses me man that's why i don't go to, it, 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 it amuses just, you but it pisses it, like i don't it just ruins my day sorry well anyway they, they thought we didn't talk enough about the topic and we spent too long in the std zone i mean that's our show i know it's largely <laughs> our show anyway um i haven't listened i haven't looked at a review in like three years that's probably for the best i don't think you right. could handle it I don't. I can't. It's it's weird. Like I've I've actually gone to other podcasts podcasters who do the same thing. They say the exact same thing. Like they can't listen to reviews because you'll get ten awesome reviews in a row, and they're like, "Oh, we love your show. The show's amazing." And then you'll get one cranky son of a bitch. Like you fucking suck. You're you're the worst people in the world. I want to burn you alive. And and you just you hang on to that one shitty review for days, and you're just like, "Yeah, no, he's right. I should burn myself alive." You know, it's. It's, um, <laughs> I don't think self-immolation through fire is is a, an appropriate response to a one-star review. But yeah. you know. your your response to one-star reviews, you get all giddy. You love them. I don't I love understand. It. Well, it. Do you know what? Like honestly, like it is day and age. It's so hard to get an emotional reaction off anyone. That's not true. It. Have you been on Twitter? Just Jesus, people are man. so flooded with information and stuff whether they like like us or hate you say, us you say it's so hard to get an emotional reaction out of anyone go on twitter right now and say trump forever and just wait five minutes okay just <laughs> or do the same to say trump for never right yeah it doesn't response. matter yeah exactly <laughs> um so you know you know i've got my bear problem mm-hmm. um, if you haven't seen my bear problem oh, just go oh, on speaking our social of, so, media so we are we are diving in straight into the std zone after re- <laughs> explaining a review that said we spent too much time in the std zone fuck i em. love this yeah fuck them let's do it let's spend <laughs> twice as long in the std zone let's, let's, just do, let's just do one big std zone yeah and then like the last 30 seconds you tell me but, about the episode content no, the reason the reason was i said i was going to shave the bear because um i said i was going to shave the bear to to shame it so the bear that keeps going to my garbage sh- every night I was, shame, if i shaved yeah. it it would be a naked bear and then maybe it would go away and not bother my house anymore because it comes back all the so time. you're gonna shave but, it in its sleep but ron sent us a speak pipe he's got a great idea to help me with my problem oh yeah speaking of speak pipes before we play this um we i want to apologize okay for so sp- for those of you who don't know speak pipes are a way to leave an anonymous it's voice, like a voice mail. message but, but very quickly you don't have to leave a, yeah. an email or a name or nothing it's like within five seconds you're gonna be leaving us an anonymous voicemail and and we've been asking people to do it and people have been and we have a backlog and we haven't been playing them and i'm really sorry <laughs> so, so we've like, got well, a handful now we've I'm got a we're gonna play in the next I'm episode trying to play one now <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm stopping you. Yeah. <laughs> this is Ron's suggestion to how I can deal with the bears. All right, Ron. Uh, try using Nair for the bears. That might be your best solution. Because, you know, if you're around the bears for too long with a blade and they wake up, they might get a bit irritable. But, you know, kind of, hey, it's, it, I mean, it works for me anyway. So. So Ron's had great success removing the hair of bears with Nair. With the hair of bears with Nair. Bear, the hair of bear, bears with Nair. Bear Nair. Ron, the bear. The hair with Nair. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. And also, I've got another I've got another speak pipe because we have a backlog. Yep. Oh, I've got a backlog in my speak pipe. Can you can you sit, put that actually in the title? The backlog backlog in our speak pipe. That'd be oh, great. I've got a backlog. Oh. Um, Just so anyway. people know. Yeah, we're all we need need to some drink some uh, some grape juice. Anyway, um, so <laughs> uh, th- this one you can remember I said that Polyev. Remember Polyev was getting uh, Elon Musk to team up and gang up on the CBC on Twitter, and I said he was like the little the little guy who kind of um, <laughs> you know gets all the bullies riled up, but doesn't actually do any bullying themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. So Sue so left a message. There's an actual term for it. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey guys, Sue here from Mississauga, longtime listener, first time caller. I just listened to the juicy bits. Um, is the government funding you? And there was a confusion as to what the name is for the little kid who was the sidekick to the bully. <clears throat> and uh, that name is a toady. T-O-A-D-Y, like a toad with a Y. Toady. Pierre Polyev is a toady. Okay. Great. Bye-bye. <laughs> I Thank love you. It. Thank you so much, Sue. If you could go back in the uh, admin and bring that volume down, because that was, yeah, yeah, that was super loud. loud. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so Sue, toady. Polyev is a toady. Polyev is a toady. And you know what's fascinating about that? I was playing Scrabble with my mother not too long ago, and I was like, I had all the letters for toadies. I'm like, is toady a word? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I put it down, and the S landed on quad, making it squad. So I was like, I was really, I was really quite proud of myself. Did you beat a lot of Scrabble? I did, I did actually, which is an accomplishment. Let me tell you. <laughs> so, but I learned about toadies before Sue told me about toadies. Just the world works in weird, coincidental ways that way. But I'm dyslexic, so when it comes to Scrabble, I have a scorched earth policy. So, what, what does that mean? Just, it's not going to work out. It's going to be chaos. So, just embrace it. I really want to play Scrabble with you now to see your scorched earth a, chaos, like strategy approach to. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Do you just throw the letters on the board and see what happens? I just spell the words the way that I think they should be spelled using my brain that is wonky. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a guidebook for this all called the dictionary, but I choose to ignore it because I have a terrible relationship with the correct spelling of words. Oh, uh, so just a quick side note about our patron page. Uh, we just had a we just had a patron episode and it was it was okay <laughs> good good well good salad of the paywall for the premium content jesse but we uh i do talk about how two of our patrons met up with me when i was visiting my friend brendan in montreal and, and they didn't murder you they didn't murder me this and isn't I a didn't, patron yeah. wearing your skin talking to me yeah so like they they it was we had a lot of fun we sat together and we drank and we told stories and my friend brendan uh 
just entertain the fuck out of them and we have like a photo shoot and it was a lot of fun so go listen yeah. to that uh well you have to pay to listen to it but yeah go pay and go listen to it how and many, then you enjoy the rest of the okay episode how many so. podcasts do you know that meet their listeners in person in various cities across canada for a quiet beer or invite you to a house party doesn't happen we are, we are very brave yeah <laughs> it's quite the surface i gotta say right. this is an enhanced experience so patreon.com forward slash canadian politics is boring maybe one day you'll be sat having a cold beer with jesse even though he doesn't drink in somebody else's house well i mean june imagine 3rd. that june 3rd will be uh two years two years no 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 alcohol for me right, i'm gonna close off the std zone you're closing it off i was just gonna say I could start drinking it. Okay, he's closing it. It closes it's it off. It's done. gone. It's so done. I want okay. to talk to you about a really badass. She's like the same age as me. I know you're really old, but she was born in like really old. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I don't know if I can say her name right, but her name is Ruth Ellen Bruzo. I don't know who that is. So, well, not not many people. I didn't. A listener suggested this episode, and I was like, I was can like, you, really? do you want to say who it is? Who suggested it? I can't remember. I didn't write it down. Somewhere You've in the got, email. You're so bad at shouting people out, man. Jill Ideaman, <laughs> I think their name was. Jill anyway. Ideaman. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You gotta you gotta be better at like people people go out of their way to email us and you're like, hey, we got this content from someone I don't know who and I don't care. You know <laughs> I do I do care. It's just I have a terrible memory and I don't remember. But I, I I want you know who you are. Thank you. Send us an email and then I'll name check you later on if you're offended. Or if you or if they might want to be anonymous anyway. So I should have just lied and said they wanted to remain anonymous. <laughs> So anyway. I would have, I would have believed you. <laughs> so, Ruth is Ruth went from being someone who just decided to put their name down to enter politics and wasn't really that bothered, but ended up becoming a politician, like almost what? by accident. What? But also, the thing with Ruth is she doesn't resemble your typical politician. I feel like this is very similar to to a woman that we spoke to on our show who? who said they were going to go run they were considering whether or not they should run for politics and you and i like boosted her ego and told her she should go and do it and she said okay fine i'll, I'll go i'll do it i'll run no this isn't her it's not her no no That's no too bad because so, that would be amazing no no so so ruth before she became an mp was working as an assistant manager for oliver's pub in ottawa okay um, she was a, also a bartender at the Pier 21 at the, the Bywood Market near Parliament. And um, she was Pier, a... Did you say Pier 21? Pier 21 in the Bywood Market near... We have a, we have a Pier 21 oh. here in Halifax. This is the one in Ottawa. This is a different one. So she was she was working in a pub. Uh, she was a part... Like on his spare time, she was an animal welfare activist. Um, nice. And she just tried to find homes for stray dogs or injured animals. Oh, that's she was very also, sweet. Aww. Also a single mother um she gave she had her first kid when she was only 17 um and had to finish high school with correspondence courses um and also she was she used to clean hotel rooms but she got fired because she was trying to organize the employees into a union for better representation so she sounds fucking amazing i know she's incredible so why is she so, single jeez <laughs> She's married now, Jesse. You know, okay, the, the ship has sailed. So that's that's so, all. I, I've, as I mentioned in a previous episode. Forever single, it's a choice. It's a lifestyle. Don't don't judge me. So she she was she was like she wasn't like massively politically involved 
but she was obviously, you know, she'd, she was a hardworking single mother who'd had to kind of like, who didn't have a lot of advantages, not your typical politician. In my head, you think politician, I see a, you know, a Polly ever a Trudeau, um, you know, people, yeah. people who kind of uh, has to hand it to them in a, in a, a much easier ride to get there. And yeah. she just by chance, um, she was the second nomination of choice as a paper candidate. So when they do elections, what's a paper if, candidate? So if you don't, they need someone on the ballot in some place that might be a hundred miles away because they don't have anyone else to put down. You don't live there. They don't think you're going to win it. They just put your name down on there just to show that they, that that party is running there, even though they know, listen, we're not going to, we're not going to spend any money campaigning there. We know we won't win, but we still need somebody's name on the ballot anyway. So she was. Why do they need someone's name on the ballot? Because it looks bad. (laughs) They don't even have any votes there. Okay. So she she agreed to do that for the NDP. Um, Oh, she wasn't running. She was she was running, but she was just a paper candidate. She was never going to go there and campaign. It was just to say that they had representation there. Okay, all right. I think I'm picking up what you're throwing down. And, right. and she'd been convinced by her friends to do this in the pub that she worked in. She didn't. Okay. <laughs> all right, cool. All right. But also, the um, it was a three and a half hour drive to the to the to where she was running. So she was asked to run in Barassa, in Quebec, um, and it's it's very famous for its pork and beef farms. And she was also a vegetarian, so. <laughs> So it wasn't kind of necessarily, they weren't like even thinking about how do we get the right candidate for this. So, so because she didn't expect a win, she didn't campaign. She never went to the, to the constituency during the election. Um, and the night of the election, she decided to go to Vegas for her birthday rather than be there for the count. Right. Cause like, why would she care? Exactly. She's not going to win. She's not going to get anywhere close to winning. But she please did tell me, please, she I knew win. that was where you were going with this. There's no way, there's no way this story ended with she went to Vegas and she didn't win the end. Like, that's just not where this, I knew this. Come on. I was pl- trying to play dumb, but like, come on. There's only one way this story was going to end. And I was really excited for it. <laughs> this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, I'm Phelan Johnson. And I'm Leah Simone Bowen, and we look at history a bit differently. Have you ever wondered how hundreds of wild horses came to inhabit an island in the Atlantic Ocean? 
or what Lord of the Rings and a small town in Manitoba have in common? Or the burning question, did Canada invent the teen drama? The Secret Life of Canada is a podcast about the country you know and the stories you don't. New episodes available now wherever you get your podcasts. During that election, the NDP had a big surge of support in Quebec. And even though she didn't go and campaign there, she benefited from it. So the media mocked her as Vegas girl and instantly jumped on her and attacked her because... Um, oh, man, I wish that was me. Are you kidding me? Oh, can, attack me. Attack me for going to Vegas. Are you yeah, serious? Yeah. I wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> it would be the exactly. best, man. Oh, my, I have nothing to lose. I have absolutely nothing to lose. I don't care. <laughs> so, and then the National Post wrote saying that she was an extreme example of what happens when people sign up to run for a party with little or no expectation of actually winning. Well, that's exactly what happened. She, yeah. Uh, it is. It's not an extreme she, example. It's just an example. It, it's. <laughs> it's I, I mean, like, is it an example of people? People clearly didn't vote for her. They voted against everyone else. They voted. She, yeah, they voted for the NDP primarily. Um, so uh, she beat the 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 person from the the Liberal. Uh, she defeated uh, someone from the Bloc Quebecois um, by five thousand eight hundred votes, um, and they immediately. Uh, allegations were made by the liberal and conservative candidates about irregularities on her nomination papers, and they tried to take them to court to get her kind of. Wow. Um, but they didn't. It didn't work. Every all the paperwork was in order. It was all done properly, um, and the media was on her because she became this kind of like mini celebrity of like this Vegas Vegas party girl turns politician by accident. I would she have so much fun with the media because they would try so hard to put me down and put me in my place, and I wouldn't exactly. Give, I wouldn't give a shit. Oh, Bring no, exactly. it on. What do you got? <laughs> but this, this, this is the amazing thing about Ruth is that. She, they completely underestimated her. They thought that she was this kind of like, uh, just well, what they, they thought she was like an accidental MP would be useless, would be a total waste of space. That was just an, uh, I mean, like, just, that's, that's an insulting way of saying like she has no experience and would probably not do a great job because she has exactly. no experience. Like, that's she was a young, that's young the, woman, young woman who was a single mother. Yeah. That, I mean, and that's like, the reality you know, of the situation, though. You don't have yeah. to be insulting about it. Like, that's just, you know, <laughs> right. But like, that's, I would expect that too, but not meanly. That's just, she doesn't have any experience. Why would she, right? Like, so, you know. so, but what Ruth did was really smart. She completely avoided the media altogether. As in like, hey, come for an interview. And she'd be like, fuck you, no. Yeah, exactly. Or she just okay. wouldn't respond. She wouldn't even say fuck you. She'd just go out. Oh, I'd, I'd say fuck you. I'd, I'd, pick up, I'd pick up just to say fuck you and then hang up. So, but she spent her time meeting. <laughs> right, I'd, I'd ask, who is this? This is Tom. <laughs> oh, hey, Tom. Fuck you. And then I don't go. Yeah. Instead, she spent all her time in the constituency meeting like mayors, local business owners, normal people to go, hey, I won this election. What the fuck do I do now? <laughs> and I, no, but I'm representing you, so I should get to know you. So she spent. Um, Oh, uh, wow. Kind of a lot of time she spent, she dedicated herself to the people she who would who she was going to be representing. Um, she she did speak French, but her French she hadn't used it for a while. But she kind of got back up to speed with her French, um, and also she then um, immediately kind of got very comfortable in the community, uh, and she earned the praise of a lot of people there for her attitude um, because she she worked like crazy. She was insanely hardworking. Wow. 
Oh, fucking A. That's amazing. And not only that, she also, she also then started to talk about things that most people don't. She, from the point of view of like defending single mothers in parliament, because there weren't many of them. There hadn't traditionally been many single mothers. Right. Um, and and she she evolved into a kind of like very highly effective, very highly regarded MP who was just it didn't matter like her age or background, none of that mattered. She was intelligent, capable, and hardworking. Um, and she became uh, very senior in the NDP quite quickly. This is a really inspiring story, Ruth. It's amazing. It's amazing. This is amazing. I'd, I'd, I'd love to verse to get Ruth on the show one day because I think when she'd did be all brilliant. of this when did all of this take place? You might have 2011. 2011. Okay, so is she still doing she's, stuff? Well, she's like, uh, well, I'll get, I'll get to the story now. So, um, she also that she reran in uh, 2015. Okay. Um, and she she kind of opened up before that election to talk how difficult it was to become an MP at that stage. So she said it took a while to get my feet planted to set up an office and to learn what the job was. The negativity ne- the negativity only encouraged me to work harder. Um, she kept her seat in the next election, even though the the NDP took a bit of a battering. Um, but then uh, she lost her seat in 2019. Oh, oh that's too bad. Which is sad. Uh, but but she she did run again in 2001 and she only lost by 2001 2021 sorry and she lost again Um, and she lost by a thousand votes so she still tried although she had that like flurry of like success in parliament and everything like that she got voted out because the bloc kind of you know pushed back against the ndp and were quite dominant but she's she's very close to winning getting back in in 2021 i hope she returns to politics because she sounds awesome when's the next time that she can uh she can run again When's the next election? Is going to be five years, 2026, 25, 26? Well, that's not that long. That's not so that, I don't, I don't, years away. yeah, I don't know what she's doing now, but my understanding is that she's actually uh, married, living in that part of Quebec too, and is uh, kind of, yeah, still, still seen as someone who represents and fights for that region um, and is highly respected there, which I think is amazing. I love it. It like, is amazing. To go from like, being depicted in the media as a Vegas girl to then suddenly becoming a very a Vegas girl because you went to Vegas once. I know, I know. <laughs> went to Vegas once, but and then and then like to to show people that like you actually have um, way more intelligence and 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 uh, kind of elbow grease than a lot of the people who kind of have been handed these positions with an easy ride in life. I, I love those stories. That's so cool. I would like. I'd love to get her on the show. I don't, Ruth, I don't know if you've ever listened to this show. You probably don't even know we exist, but we like you. We think you're great. We're growing in the ranks in Montreal. People are listening to us more and more. Well, if if you're in Quebec and you know Ruth, let her know that we think she's awesome. Yeah. Ruth. And there should be more politicians like Ruth. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. also maybe yeah. think that you should that you should become an MP by lottery because because she didn't necessarily want it, but once she had the opportunity, mm-hmm. then she really went with it. So we still that, have to run, Reese. Our podcast has to run, not you and me. Our podcast as an <laughs> yeah, entity, exactly. It's like <laughs> we can't. But we've discovered that we can't call ourselves the fun liberals, which is sad. We can. Because, what can no, we? It was uh, who told us we couldn't. I think it was Jordan Wilkes who told oh. us we couldn't. I think because it was too close to the name liberals. We are like, the fun liberals. We are the fun liberals. <laughs> the fun libs. Anyway, we could be the no, fun but libs. Here's my theory. Here's my theory: is that Ruth right. didn't want. She did it to be a good 
because her friends convinced her to do it. I think all of the MPs should be a randomly generated like postcode lottery where suddenly they go, yep, good news, like jury duty. And then you're an MP because I do worry about people who want power and spend all their lives working hard to get power over other people. I think it's much yeah. better to give power to people who aren't looking for power because they're more likely to make better decisions because they're not oh necessarily totally interested agree. in maintaining power. I absolutely, I totally, totally agree. I think that's a great idea. It's it's somewhat akin to people who spend their entire lives, and I've met people like this, spend their entire lives trying to make money. And like, I'm talking like 20, 30, 40 years trying to make just gobs and gobs and gobs. And then they do it. They make it. You know, they, oh my God, I'm, I'm a very incredibly successful businessman. I've got millions of dollars. But by that point, they don't know what to do with their lives other than how to make money. So they just have their money, make more money. And it's this weird, vicious cycle where they've, they've forgotten how to enjoy life. And all they know how to do is make money and have their money make more money. I feel it's the same with these people who are trying to get into positions of power in, in politics, even if when they first started, they had um, good intentions. No, I but like know. 20 years to change later. Yeah, but 20 years later, all they know is like the grind, the grind, the grind. The How grind. do I stay they, at the top? Yeah, exactly. And then when they get yeah. there, it's no longer about serving the people. It's about staying at the top sort of thing. I honestly think it should be like four years. Jury duty, you get to do, or even one year. Jury duty, you do one year, you move on. One year of jury duty? Jesus well, Christ. One year of being an MP, and then oh, you move on. Oh, you mean as and a metaphor of jury? Okay. You don't all physically need to be in Parliament anymore. You could just do it remotely from home. There's no reason why you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the world is kind of seeing that now. That we don't need we don't need collective buildings to go to do work more anymore. Because also, you're going to do a better job representing your constituency from being in it rather than go into that bubble of like that where politics happens yeah where you're more likely to be kind of influenced by other things so i think that like you should do it you should do it like that this is my this is my perfect system i'm designing on the fly excellent so one year remote working <laughs> i'm pretty sure you could you could still keep your job and you could just do the mp stuff in the evening i don't think it's <laughs> just vote yep, it i'm with you on that <laughs> yeah sure it's easy we can do it That's perfect system right let's perfect. do it that's All what right. the fun liberals stand for the fun libs yeah we cool. can't be the well, fun liberals that's cool <laughs> <laughs> we have to be the fun libs now. Fun libs. <laughs> the fun libs. <laughs> the fun libbies. Yeah. So anyway, uh, if you enjoy the show, go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com where you can do stuff. There's all kinds of stuff you can do there. You can you can buy some merchandise. You can buy some yeah. t-shirts or some pillows from us. Or you could uh, support us on Patreon where uh, Reese puts out some some extra shows yeah. uh, just for our special friends. Or, I do. Uh, or you can uh, you can take a look at how pretty our our, web, our website is. That's also Yay. Thing you can so, do. So, yeah, cool. Well, we'll see you next time. Cool. All right. Thanks. That was that was actually pretty good. I like that episode. I give that uh, seven and a half out of ten. I was I'm going to do some I like Ruth T-shirts. Oh, I like that. And yeah. then send them to her and not yeah, tell yeah, her, not tell her who we are. No, exactly. Just <laughs> mysterious. Who likes me? This is weird. Very stalkerish. Uncomfortable. If someone uh, say. Thank you for the speak pipe messages. And if you'd like to leave us Keep a voicemail. Uh, yeah. Oh, what's, what's wrong? I, old my, I, I did a hurty. Bye. Hurty? Oh, wait. I was just going to tell him about speak pipe. I got to go. You got to go. <laughs> All right, fucking. Speakpipe.com slash Canadian politics is boring. Go. Okay, bye.
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 